And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play-by-play coming to you live here on, I don't know what day of the week it is, uh, Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday today. Um, Have some sick days, have a busy schedule and everything of the sort. You forget track of or lose track of what day of the week it is, but it is Thursday today. And we will have a fun show coming your way. In the next segment of the show, we're going to E.D. White. We're going to Matt Plitt, their baseball coach. The Cardinals are in the playoffs. They've got an opening round by. Um, and we'll chat with Coach Plitt about some things the Cardinals are looking to shore up in the week or so off while having their opening round by. E.D. White is the number two seed in Division II Select. They're awaiting the winner between... Um, well, they're not awaiting the winner between anything, but their series... Before them has been decided. They're going to be taking on Bolton in the next round of playoffs. Bolton got a 2-0 series victory over Peabody. Won both games of the uh, doubleheader yesterday. So they'll be taking on Bolton next week. Will E.D. White. Um, Also a team with a bye are the Vanderbilt Catholic Terriers. They're going to be taking on the Willow School next week. The Willow School also had a bye. So that sets the stage for that series next week. And we'll have Coach Chad Menard of the Vanderbilt Terriers on the line at noon to talk about some things his team has to do to try to punch forward into the quarterfinals after that opening round bye. Then at 12-15, we've got Taylor Griffin who will be on. He and I will be chatting about the NBA playoffs and uh, everything happening in the world of sports. We're super excited about all that and um, getting to, I'm sure, some uh, Zion stuff. I know we chatted about that with him last week, but that story continues to simmer WWE, who knows? Taylor and I will get into some stuff, I'm sure. Uh, but I want to lead off today's show um, by looking at the softball brackets around the state. We talk more about baseball. Look, um, it is what it is. You know, baseball just kind of gets more attention, right? Uh, more eyeballs on the baseball side than the softball side. But we're, we do have some local softball programs that are rolling right now. And that are still in the postseason. And we want to make sure that those young ladies get some love and get some, you know, get a shout out for the hard work and the dedication that they're putting to their craft. In Division II non-select, we've got Assumption who's still pushing. They got a six to one victory over Grant yesterday. Uh, so Assumption moves on to the quarterfinals. They're the number eight seed. They'll be taking on number one North DeSoto. That game will be played tomorrow out at North DeSoto. So Assumption gets a second round victory. Over Grant, 6-1, to one, punching their ticket into the next round. Congratulations to Assumption. They've had a great team all year, and now they continue to move forward. Uh, let's see, Division Three non-select. Do we have any local teams left? I don't believe so. No, we don't. So we go to Division Two select, and we have a couple of local teams who are still in play. E.D. White yesterday, listen to this, in an 8-9 matchup. So you're saying, all right, the 8th seed versus the ninth seed, right? That's going to be really close. That's going to be competitive. That's going to come down to the wire. That's going to be a barn burner, whatever cliche you want to use. Yeah, nah. E.D. White beat him 16 to nothing in a four-inning mercy rule. Remember in softball, there's a mercy rule 10 after five, but also 15 after three. So E.D. White executes that first mercy rule, gets a 16 to nothing win over the Willow School. They punch a ticket into the next round. They're going to actually be playing their quarterfinal game today. So very short turnaround. They're making the trip out to, t- to play Buckeye, the number one seed. That'll be one versus eight. E.D. White taking on Buckeye today. Vanderbilt, um, <clears throat> they got a victory 7-3. to three. That was actually on Monday, a 7-3 win over Turlings Catholic. Oh, that was Tuesday, my bad. Uh, Tuesday, they beat Turlings Catholic 7-3. to three. 
Tomorrow, they will be hosting Haynes Academy in a two-versus-seven matchup. Haynes Academy yesterday beat Kenner Discovery Health Sciences 11-1. Haynes Academy is historically very good, very prominent program, very proud program, a program that has had a lot of success. But in speaking with the Vanderbilt coaching staff, they've lost a lot off of their team last year, so it's a little bit of a younger group coming in. They're coming to Homa tomorrow, 4.30 start. I'm going to try to fight the weather, try to get that one in. That'll be a very interesting test there as the Terriers will be taking on Haynes Academy. The winner of those games will be making it out to Sulphur and trying to win the state championship. Division three select, Homa Christian School. Man, Homa Christian School wins a nail-biter yesterday. They punch a ticket into the quarterfinals. They beat Thomas Jefferson one to nothing. Homa Christian's been all year long this team that, like, hitting home runs and slugging and, you know, driving the ball into the gaps and, like, all these different things. Um, yesterday, they won with their pitching and with their defense. Uh, Briley Lovell throws a shutout in the circle, striking out 13 batters. Homa Christian School in the bottom of the seventh inning. Takes advantage of an error by Thomas Jefferson. Gets a runner around to score, and they win one to nothing, punching their ticket to the next round again in a game that will be played today against number five, Pope John Paul. Pope John Paul didn't have any drama. They beat Dunham 10 to nothing yesterday. So Homa Christian is going to be playing for a chance to make it to Sulphur today in a four versus five matchup at home at Warrior Field, uh, 1916 Highway 311 in Shriver. Home of Christian School trying to punch that ticket forward and make it to Sulphur. We've also got um, a local team in Division Four select that is still competing, <clears throat> and that would be the Central Catholic Eagles out in Morgan City. They got an 8-4 to four win over Ascension Catholic yesterday, punching their ticket forward into the quarterfinals. They'll take on Catholic a point compete on Saturday in a 1-versus-8. Unfortunately, though, yesterday the ride and the journey ended for Covenant Christian, the Lions went on the road and took on Sacred Heart and fell 5 to nothing. so Sacred Heart moves forward. They'll be taking on Riverside in a matchup that'll be played on Saturday. So that's kind of a peek at our softball teams and where they sit. Now let's go run down to the baseball side of things. We've got a lot of these baseball series that are going to begin today. Hanville taking on Fountain Blue, game one of that series today. Thibodeau and South Terrebonne, game one of that series today. You'll be able to hear it on ESPN 100.3. And also right here on KLEB, 6 o'clock. Division 2 non-select. We had one local result that actually played out yesterday. Some teams got their series started yesterday. Morgan City went out on the road and played um, their opening game with Grant and actually lost a close one, 7-6. to six. Number 10, Grant beats Morgan City 7-6, uh, to six, setting up a Game 2 and Game 3 doubleheader today. So that series is going to wrap up today one way or another as Grant has a one nothing lead. Morgan City's got to win two today to try to push forward. Um, <clears throat> let's see, locally, Division II select, Vanderbilt and E.D. White are off. They're, uh, they're both resting for the buys. Vanderbilt starts their series next Thursday. Uh, E.D. White starts their series next Friday. So the, the Cardinals and the Terriers are all set there. Home of Christian School, they're about ready to get rolling. They're going to be in Division Three. I hit the wrong bracket. I hit Division Three non-select. They're in Division Three. Select Homa Christian School starts their series today, taking on Haynes Academy in a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. Game one will be today at 4 o'clock over at Homa Christian School. Um, Division Four Select, CCA, is going to be playing on Thursday against Ascension Christian. That'll be a one-game series, winner-take-all, single elimination bracket out there in Division Four Select, which is absolutely positively ridiculous, by the way. 
but I don't make the rules. I'm just here to tell you about the rules. Covenant Christian will be playing a single elimination game against their opponent there. Division three non-select. We've got some teams locally. St. James starts their series with Springfield tomorrow. That's a 16 versus 17. That is a Friday-Saturday three-game series. Berwick has an opening round bye. They await the winner between Port Barry and Patterson. That series starts today. Port Barry and Patterson play game one today. Off tomorrow, two games Saturday if necessary. And I think that kind of wraps up the local snapshot. Uh, did I tell you about Destrahan? That's over Division One non-select. Back to that bracket. Destrahan is playing a series with... There we go, against Ruston. It begins tomorrow. So Destrahan will be at home. <clears throat> and they're doing the traditional Friday Game one, Saturday, doubleheader series. That'll begin tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Then the doubleheader, if necessary, scheduled for Saturday. Whew, a lot to cover and not a lot of time to cover it. We've got so many games of significance that'll be played over the next 72 hours around the state of Louisiana. It's going to just be hot and heavy trying to keep track of all this stuff. Let's catch a break when we get back. Matt Plitt of E.D. White. His Cardinals now know their opponent. They've got their times and dates set. And we'll ask him about what the Cardinals have to do to keep pushing forward as they take on Bolton in the second round of the playoffs. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick commercial timeout. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Chevrolet Suburban, Tahoe, Traverse, Blazer, Equinox, Trailblazer, Trax. Looking for the room to haul your passengers and cargo area to fit your needs? Golden Motors has your SUV waiting for you. Come on in and check them out. Special APR as low as 2.9% for 60 months on 2023 Chevy Equinox. Hurry before it's gone. Chevy, find new roads. Golden Motors, 15101, Highway 3235, and Cutoff on the back road. 325-1000, price is priority. 2.9% APR with approval through GM Financial. See dealer for details. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system? called Dufresne Easy Buy. Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our skeeter beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. Time is money. 
don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Terrebonne General Health System is the largest healthcare resource in Southeast Louisiana, offering a high-tech and high-touch style of healing. World-renowned services include cardiology, women's health, cancer care, and a healthy lifestyle center. This is a true calling for all the physicians, nurses, and staff who make up our proud Terrebonne General family. We are here to provide healthcare for our community. To discover more, please visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. Casey just clear here. Uh, we go to the phone lines for the first time today, and we will um, have Matt Plitt of ED White Baseball on the line. The Cardinals have an opening round bye, and now they're going to be set to take on Bolton next week in a home series out in Thibodeau. Coach Plitt, good morning, man. How are you? Morning. How you guys doing? Good, man. Look, you guys are uh, resting this week and, you know, getting polished up in practice and cleaning some things up, getting set to take on Bolton next week. Tell us about how you guys are approaching the bye week, man. For sure. We uh, guys are getting some much-needed rest, but also got some guys that haven't thrown in a while that gives them a chance to get to see some live batters and doing some inter-squads this week and just kind of touching on things that we think are uh, important. That's the the next question that I was going to ask. That's a good segue. Like, do you guys break the team up in two and play like a red versus white game? Like, how do you guys make sure that they're staying sharp? And what are some things that y'all going to do between now and next Friday when you play again to make sure that you guys are ready? For sure, there'll be some days that we split up, but mo- more than likely, it's it's some guys that haven't got as much time on the mound, or even if some guys have got a lot of time on the mound, just to give them some live batters, basically a a bullpen, but just a live look with some batters. So crazy man is we're already uh at that point of the year you know you're in the postseason you got to buy into the second round it feels like we just got started that's your first year over at ed white to be carrying that number two seed man that's an unbelievable uh, badge of honor now going out and trying to to hold it in the playoff brackets going another thing but man to be number two going in that's awesome i know you got to be awfully proud of the kids man oh yeah definitely they uh they've done nothing but but work extremely hard play for each other and they really just bought in and that's what they're kind of seeing the benefits now of uh of buying it all together they've just been doing a really good job do you know a whole lot about bolton i see they won two nothing over peabody and you got two decisive wins 23 to 1 and 13 to 3 you click the schedule it's been kind of a mixed bag they've won a few they've lost a few do you have kind of a scouting report of them and some spray charts maybe that you'll be using before next week i don't have too too much information on them just some some word of mouth but not too much uh and like I told the guys, we're going to. It doesn't matter who we're playing. We're gonna, gonna play, play the best we can. So, one thing that you've been telling me since the beginning of the year is that, hey man, I think we're built for these three game series. I think you know, you said you know, I like my pitching depth. I, I like the way that you know our guys compete, and you know, you, you've been very high in your team's chances whenever it comes to postseason time. Now it's finally here, man. Where are some areas that you guys are looking to clean up to try to get ready? 
definitely. I think like what you said, uh, three games, our pitching staff is we're pretty deep on arms, and I, I think the three games plays in our favor. Um, you know, like I said, just working on a few things here and there, spotty on some on some defense stuff, and maybe some pitchers uh, field in practice that we haven't really had many opportunities and games to work on. So, kind of working on that kind of stuff during practice. This week. You guys have some pop, man. You know, it just feels like every time I'm writing about one of your games, um, talking about a kid hitting a home run or whatever, and, you know, the other day it was the Gobert kid at a big home run. Talk about that. That's a luxury, man. Uh, in any one swing of the bat, you guys could kind of flip the game around. For sure. And, and like I've already I've already hit on before, it's, it's all these guys buying in together and playing for each other. So, I mean, when you do that, playing a game of baseball, it becomes pretty easy, and, and it works itself in the, in the games when you – you work yourself in a fastball counts, and you got guys swinging a bat. So, man, tell us the makeup of your roster. Are you guys senior heavy? Do you guys have kind of a good mix? Give us a rundown, and then, and then the second part to that is, tell us what these seniors have meant to you, man. It's going to be your first ever senior group over at Ed White, and I know it's some really, really talented kids. We we have nine seniors and three juniors, and then the freshman and sophomore classes are, are pretty large too. So it's it's a good mix. We we got quite a few seniors and not that many juniors, but it's a good mix of the lower. Uh, lower grades and definitely these seniors they've uh it's a tough task when you when you have nine seniors that have played the game a certain way and a new coach comes in and, and just uh to do what they've done just just buy in and, and really listen to what all these coaches have got to say and they just they go with it and it's it's really it's helped the entire team so you guys have a luxury man like someone to, to keep you guys away from sulfur someone's gonna have to beat you twice on your home field that's going to be tough to do. Talk about that home field advantage that you guys have earned. Definitely, it's it's, it's always nice, no matter what situation you're in, to play at home in front of your own, you know, your own crowd. So it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. So. Yeah, look, man, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about here, uh, I'm sure you're awfully pumped up about your Cajuns getting a win over number one LSU, man. That was a big uh, night for UL the other night, wasn't it? It was awesome. Watch watch it from uh, first pitch to last pitch, and. I've, I've worn nothing but UL polos the past two days. So. <laughs> I'm sure some of the people at ED White understand, but some of them might be ribbing you too, but I'm sure there's some LSU fans on the staff too now. Oh, definitely, definitely. But, you know, got to go with my guys at UL. So. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. Look, last question that I got for you, then we'll let you go. Um, you guys are a week away from playing. One thing that coaches often tell me is, you know, sometimes they get a little concerned about rust or whatever it may be. How are you guys going to avoid that and make sure that you're sharp when they roll the ball out next Friday? I think, I mean, the weekend, it can play into your favor or not play in your favor, depending on how you use it. Like I said, the guys that are a little bit banged up need that little bit of extra rest, but you also stay sharp. You just you got to let your pitchers throw to some live batters and your hitters get to see good pitching. So it's not like you're really missing anything besides seeing a, a different opponent. Yeah, no doubt, man. Look, thanks so much for the time, and uh, good luck next weekend, Ponda. Thank y'all for having me. Yep. That is Coach Matt Plitt with E.D. White doing a good job. They are two wins away from moving to the quarterfinals, four wins away from moving to Sulphur. I think they're going to get by Bolton. You look at Bolton's record. Yeah, they beat Peabody 23-1 to and you know, all those different things. Click and look at Peabody's schedule. They get beat 23-1 to by everybody. It is embarrassing to the state of Louisiana that Peabody was a playoff team and South Lafouche and Terrebonne and Central Lafouche were not. That is embarrassing to the state of Louisiana. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Now they've got to take on Bolton. 
And it's a Bolton team that has you know, about 10, 12 wins. And again, it's a Bolton team that in any other classification probably wouldn't have been a playoff team, right? If they, you put them in Division One, now it's like they would be one of the last place teams. E.D. White, if you put them in Division One, now it's like they'd be competing. E.D. White's legitimately good. I don't think they're going to have any issues with Bolton. I think they're going to move on. I think they'll get to that next round. And now uh, you're going to be taking on, if then look, you got to get by that. But they're matched up in the same side with De La Salle and St. Michael. So... We'll see how the Cardinals shake out. On the top of that bracket, you have Vanderbilt in the Willow School. And people have been asking me, well, they say just clear what's going on with the Willow School. They played Vanderbilt once earlier this season, and Vanderbilt beat them 16-3. to So you would think that that would favor the Terriers, but I don't know. Maybe that was just, you know, not a good pitching day for the Willow School. Whatever. Because when you look at some of their other results, they've actually played pretty well. They got a win over Ellender. They beat... Um, Central Lafouge, they beat Morgan City, they played pretty close to Hanville. So maybe whenever they got their frontline guys, maybe they're just a different type of team. But again, it's a situation where you would very highly likely favor Vanderbilt to get by that one and punch their ticket forward. Now tonight, we've got a whole lot of fun. We've got Thibodeau and South Terrebonne tonight. And like Thibodeau's the better seeded team. They're at home. There's going to be a big old rowdy crowd. Fans of both teams are going to be piling into that place. Um, but I just can't shake. And look, if the Thibodeau fans are listening, I apologize in advance and I might be wrong, whatever. I just can't shake the playoff experience of South Terrebonne. And I think it's going to be a lot for Thibodeau to overcome in game one, early in game one. Look, we get to the second, third inning and it's still 0-0. All that experience crap, that all goes out the window. I just think that one of the big concerns for Thibodeau will be early in game one. How do they handle their emotions? Do they get a, you know, allow a couple of walks and hit a couple of guys where they're overthrowing? Like little things like that could potentially be a factor. But if they handle it early and find a way to steal game one, put that pressure back on South Terrebonne, oh boy, we're going to have a whole lot of fun. I think that this is going to be a very fun, very entertaining series. I think it's a series that both teams have great opportunities to win. And I think that um, it's pretty evenly matched. It's pretty evenly matched. It's easy to go ahead and look and see, oh, you know, Thibodeau got hammered by South Terrebonne in the regular season. But that was literally the first week of the year, right? Like literally the first week of the year. You pay no mind, no stock to that. Both of these teams have evolved. Both of these teams have changed. Both of these teams have gotten better. This is going to end up being a fun series. It's going to be a series that I think is going to be um, filled with a lot of really good players. And I think we're going to see a lot of really good individual performances, right? As we, look, the Gators have, you know, guys like Jackson Martin. That's a big time dude. Um, Thibodeau, Ian Rodrigue, and the, you know, the Soul Arcade. Like, we've got an opportunity here to see some guys do some really cool and really special things. And that's what I'm looking forward to most is seeing the stars shine bright, as they often say. That's kind of the old cliche. I think we've got an opportunity to see that, and I'm really looking forward to it. I think that game one, right, I mean, come on now. I'm over here telling you stuff that you already know. You guys know that game one's important. I'm not going to bore you by saying, oh, the team that wins game one has an advantage. Of course they have an advantage. They would have to you know, just win one out of the next two. But I just think early in game one, whichever team handles the environment the best could potentially set the tone for the entire weekend. It's going to be a big crowd. 
is going to be packed. From what I understand, the Thibodeau fans are already overly rowdy. They've got their left field lunatics or whatever the heck they're called. They make noise. They cut up. They have a good time. Whichever team handles that the best in the early stages is going to have a leg up. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Coach Menard over at Vanderbilt. His team, just like E.D. White, has that buy in the opening round. Wax Coach Menard, how they prepare for the Willow School in the next segment. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call state farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Gulf South Homes is a locally owned and operated mobile home dealership specializing in manufactured homes, modular homes, office units, and camps. Gulf South Homes offers land home packages on your land or ours. Our friendly staff will help you with parts and service and insurance. Did you know you can even custom design your home? And we work with the Restore Louisiana Grant Program. So see us today at 1986 Highway 182 in Homa or call 985-876-0222. The home of your dreams is waiting for you at Gulf South Homes. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Best time of the sports year right now. Best time of the high school sports year. You got baseball going on. You got softball going on. You got track meets. You got golfers trying to go to regionals, tennis athletes trying to go to state and regionals, wherever it may be. 
There's so much going on, and we're so fired up about everything that's happening around the area and also around the state. We go back to the phone lines for our second call-in guest. It's Vanderbilt's baseball coach, Coach Chad Menard. The Terriers are in the Division II select bracket. They hold an opening round by as the number five seed. They'll be taking on the Willow School next week. Coach, good afternoon, man. How are you? Good afternoon. Doing great, Casey. Thanks for having me, man. It's a beautiful day outside. It is a beautiful day outside, man. You guys are uh, off this week and are going to be taking on the Willow School next week. I had Matt Plitt on in the last segment, and one of the big things that he and I were chatting about is how do you keep a team playoff ready while also, while also resting some guys maybe that need some rest? How are you guys juggling the bye week over at Vanderbilt? Well, we're thankful to have time to practice. Uh, so, yeah, we uh, we had a couple of practice days. We, we did reviewing. I mean, uh, that's really what we do. Uh, you know, the, the past two days we went over a lot of our, our more intricate parts of our offense, defense, and such. And uh, it, it's neat to see how far the guys come along, and, and it was crisp and clean. And um, is it, like you said in the intro, it's that time of year, man. Guys are starting to click, and, and it's refreshing to see because, uh, man, if you're not doing your best right now, you're going to be in trouble. But, uh, yeah, we did that, and we got an exhibition set up tomorrow with uh, CCA. and So we'll, we'll get after a little bit, see some live pitching, but, you know, not overdo it. And um, just try to get fresh because if you don't have it figured out now, man, I don't know if you will, but our guys are coming together and strong. I'm proud of them, and it's, it's nice to see. You guys played the Willow School earlier this season and, and had a very strong result. You put it on them pretty good. Now, that was a long time ago. So how do you get high school kids to reset and refocus and understand, hey, that was a long time ago, and whenever we retake the field with those guys, the score is going to be 0-0 again. How do you get them to, to understand that, I guess? Yeah, well, it, it's consistent with what we preach as far as a couple of different things. One is, you know, you're only as good as your next day starting pitcher. And, you know, we saw one of the bottom of the rotation guys when we faced him in a tournament, but we know their top-end rotation is better. Um, they're, they're number one guy has got a live arm. So, you know, uh, you get a guy on the mound that, that, um, has some skill, man, that gives you a chance every time out. And, and secondly is we don't talk a lot about any opponent. We talk about playing against the game. So if the wind's blowing in, the wind's blowing out, umpire got a big zone, small zone, you know, the score up by four, down by one, whatever you know, what the county is, what the situation is. We, we talk about playing against the game, not necessarily playing against a person. So, uh, you know, if we stay consistent with the process and, the, you know, what has proven to be successful throughout all levels of baseball just in the game, then, you know, the formula is there and the law of averages says you're going to win more often than you lose. Yeah, no doubt. Very well said. Um, Coach, one thing, you know, coaches often like to come on here and say, excuse me, that, you know, in Louisiana, we don't know exactly how much a district championship means anymore because the districts, you know, some of them are one round, some of them are two rounds, and, you know, you don't get an extra PowerPoint or whatever it may be, and sometimes your non-district games can mean a little more. But with all that having been said, you guys ran an excellent district, a uh, district with several state champions, including yourself. So to win that district, in my opinion, means a whole lot. You guys were able to do that. You got past Assumption earlier in the week, four to three, Kudos to your team, man. I'm sure that one feels a little extra special. Thank you. Yes, it, it really does. And, and, and to top off, 
to further the point about uh, specific to us is in that district, and we replace, you know, eight out of nine starters, yep. just the majority of our innings returning on the mound. Um, to be able to have a new group come in and take on that tour, you know, as you pass the, the baton on to the, this group, and for them to go out there and, you know, adults kind of take care of, you know, how you're going to play, how things are going to play out, who, you know, who determines what districts look like and such. So you, we try to control what we can and the way it, the format was, it is what it is. And we just got to go out and give our best. And the guys, man, they, they went out there and did it. So, you know, with expectations not necessarily being as high as they maybe once were last year or the year before, for them to come out and, and to have a great show, and it, it's really – it's really cool to watch them grow and prosper in that. We know about the Gidger kid. He's terrific on the mound. He's been outstanding for you guys all year. But to get to be the seed that you are, I know you got to have a lot more pitching depth than just that. Give us a shout-out to some of your other arms, man, who have been making it happen all year. Right. It's really been a, a, a Johnny whole staff by committee. James has, has the bulk of it. But then we have a, a freshman, Cooper Glenn, who really, as the year came on, he uh, – He's not going to blow up a radar gun, but he's going to stay at the knees and force you, you know, force you to get three hits in an inning. You know, he's not going to walk people. He's going to allow, um, you know, he's going to allow the defense to play behind him. And he's done really well at helping us out, holding runners and doing the little things. John Wade, a big junior, he has more of the velocity in him. And, um, but he sprays it around more than he should. But when he gets in the zone, man, for for instance, we, against Covington, he threw one hitter, had a no hitter going into the seventh. So, uh, you know, he, he he's got swinging this stuff. He's probably got the best stuff, um, best highest ceiling, but he still needs some polish. So hopefully, he can clear that up. And then, um, you know, shoot, escape. We're getting Bryson LeBlanc back, who who pitched some earlier this year, and um, so he he had a little medical deal but he's been cleared to come back so his arm's fresh and he, he pounds his own um, bowl a day evan boudreau come in and he's kind of the opposite you know you got the hard throw and then you got that kind of throws un- behind the gun like slower but can command it and mix speeds and just pitch so you know it's neat to see all that come together and to be able to give us a chance you know give our offense a chance to score more than the, the other team is there any one facet of the game, like if you're making a checklist of, hey, here's some things that we want to shore up in the week before going to next Thursday when we take on the Willow School, is there any one area that you guys are honing in on maybe a little more in practice? Um, Yeah, if I, if I would, I would probably first thing that comes to mind is our offensive bunt game. You know, it, that has improved, but it's not nearly where we would like it to be. You know, we try to be multifaceted on offense and use the steal and the hit and run and the short game, the bunt game. And um, we haven't been real good, to be honest, and we know it, but uh, we've had more time to practice, and we really put an emphasis on that. We do a good job of defending it, uh, which it, which helps too. But uh, if we can clean up some of that, and when the game presents itself, we're not going to bunt to say we're a bunting team. But there's times and opportunity when you play against the game, like I mentioned earlier, and the bunt is part of you know what the game calls for in that situation. We got to be able to execute it and give ourselves that opportunity to utilize that tool. 
a little bit different you guys are doing with Willow School, playing a traditional, you know, best of three where there's one game each day. A lot of the teams will do, you know, game one on one day, then the doubleheader the second day. What led into that decision to actually make it an actual three-day, three-game series? Oh, proximity. You know, if if uh, we're, we're close enough to them where the travel didn't affect them, if they had to go three, four hours and, you know, it wouldn't be right to have them stay down there for that extra night. But um, since they're, you know, a drive, you know, an hour or less, whatever it is for them. You know, they were cool with it being right there, and um, you just split it up that single game, and it's just, uh, you know, it, the grind of a doubleheader is a real thing, but, you know, that, that's part of playoff baseball, too. But if you don't have to do it, that's that's great, too. So um, we both agreed that, you know, it was a, it was a possibility, they were good with it, and we're definitely good with it. So we, we went ahead, and uh, that's how we planned it. Coach, this was a, a very little thing that only you know a baseball nerd like me would notice, but I wrote about this last week, is one of the things I respect the most about your program is you, know, you guys present a very classic and very classy game day atmosphere. The players have their walk-up musics, and Coach Howe in the press box is doing a great job, and He's making sure everybody in the park knows what's going on. and It's a little thing, right? And it doesn't affect the wins or the losses on the field. But it makes the Vanderbilt baseball program have a certain feel to it. And it's really, really neat. I love going to the games at your park, man. It feels like a big event. And I know that that matters to the kids at the end of the day. Well, I appreciate that. That was a beautiful article. And, yes, um, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And attention to detail is, is super important. And I go back to a man I've spoken to very little, but I've read a lot about, and his coaching tree goes uh, spreads far and wide, Coach Skip Burtman at LSU. Yep. When he came from Miami and he got to Baton Rouge and the LSU baseball program, there's probably anybody in today's generation wouldn't recognize it. You know, it wasn't top like it is now. Baseball wasn't what it is now. But Skip uh, always goes back to one of the things he says is, down to the temperature of the coffee in the concession stand. It's got to be perfect. And, um, you know, that's that's how detail-oriented he was. And he based it, you know, based the uh, program building off of that. It, even somebody like Nick Saban, when he went to Alabama, you know, he had a success at LSU, NFL, and then he gets to Alabama, and his first year at Bama wasn't the best. But, you know, after a game, uh, they might have even lost the game. They're on the sideline with one of the uh, – the boosters and, and the booster walks up to Coach Saban and they're they're visiting and he says, I have no doubt, Coach Saban, that you're gonna have success and Coach Saban's like, Well we just lost, you know, what makes you say that? He says, Well I'm standing here on the sideline and as clean as can be. All the trash is picked up and you're taking care of stuff. You're respecting the equipment and the, the field and everything. So you, details is important to you and I know you're gonna have success and we all know where that program oh, is yeah. now under his <laughs> leadership. So so, you know, uh, I appreciate you mentioning that and saying that it is important and it's about everything. Yeah, no doubt, man. Very well said. Well, look, Coach, we thank you so much for the time. You guys are taking on the Willow next week. We're going to try to have you on right before that series so that we could kind of preview that matchup a little deeper. Thanks so much, man. Good luck this coming week. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Casey. Yep, that is Coach Menard with Vanderbilt Catholic doing an excellent job. Um, <clears throat> they've got such a good thing rolling, man. Look, it's it's hard. They lost a lot. They lost the South Lafouche level hall, right? Eight of nine starters, just like them. To come back and win the district and not lose a single district game, that's it. That, that to me, 
and you Vanderbilt people are going to listen to this, and you might say, man, Jisler, you, you are off your rocker. But that, to me, replacing eight of nine in the starting lineup off of a championship-winning team and winning the district championship undefeated in a loaded district, to me, that's more impressive than winning it all last year. Because last year, they were the best team. They were decisively the best team in Division Two Select. It would have been a little bit of a letdown if they didn't win it all, right? You know, they got into the championship game and run-ruled their opponent, right? It would have been a letdown had they not won it all. But to come back the next year without a lot of your roster and put yourself in that position again with a new group, that's, that's, that's big time, man. That's hard to do. There's not very many programs in Louisiana that could do that. And to me, as I said a second ago, to me, that's more impressive than winning the ring. Is the fact that you proved this year, hey, we're always going to be in position. That's what building a program is about. And kudos to the Terriers for, for you know, they've, they've gotten to that level. Let's catch a break when we get back. We're going to Taylor Griffin. The Turtle and I will be chatting about some NBA playoffs, some WWE, and we'll talk about uh, Draymond Green and whoever else or whatever else we decide to get ourselves into in the next segment. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this quick commercial timeout. Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. 
Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Off. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. I play here on KLEV. Casey Gisler here. We go to the phone lines for one last time, and we go to Taylor Griffin, who's on the line now. Turtle, good afternoon, bud. What's going on? Hey, what's happening? How y'all doing today? Pretty good, man. I got a quick LHSA question for you that I'm anxious to ask you about the NBA playoffs. Um, we've got some coaches on. They're meeting in June, and one of the things that's being debated and being discussed is something that could potentially be very radical change, which is, hey, let's bring the association back together. But the way we're going to get rid of the private schools having an advantage is let's just make it open enrollment for everybody. Meaning, Hey, the six foot seven guy from Thibodeau could go play at Sot Lafouge. Brandon Daniels could go play for Terrebonne high. What are you thought your thoughts, man, as the college game could be coming to the high school game really soon. Oh man. It's, it's so hard for me to take a stance there. Like it sounds exciting because, you know, me, myself, like, I love to talk to people. I love to pitch. I love to be a salesman when I need to dive into that, into that role. Um, <clears throat> I think I would be a phenomenal high school recruiter. <laughs> and I think that would be a whole lot of fun. And open enrollment for all? I mean, why not? There's all sorts of, you know, benefits that I could throw around and mention and try to, you know, sway someone towards our area, sway someone to come play for our team instead of their hometown team. I think that would be fun for those interested in that world. But everyone, you know, cursing and shaking their fist at me right now and wanting to strangle me, like, I get it. I get it. It takes away from the purity of the game. Like, I totally understand your point of view. I totally respect it. But – you know what, the LHSAA is so wild and out of control. You know, if they if they decided to do that, A, it wouldn't surprise me. B, you know, hey, what the hell, let's see what happens. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And I don't know how seriously that is going to be considered, but it's just one of the things that coaches are saying that they would be in favor of. Hey, let's just do what we want to do. Uh, so we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Let's talk I mean, about might as well when half of the public schools in the state are allowed to do it anyway, just based on, you know, their rules. So why not just let the whole state have fun? Sorry to cut you. No, off. it's all good, man. Look, I could hear the, uh, the construction beginning on the new tarpon stadium sponsored by Edison Schwest offshore, right? <laughs> uh, huh? Yes, indeed. <laughs> so let's talk about this, man. Um, 
look, everybody's got an opinion. Um, and my opinion is that I'm tired of Draymond Green, dude. Like, he used to be a big-time piece of a team that was winning championships every year. I've always thought he was a right-place-right-time guy. I don't think that his shtick works anywhere but Golden State where he's kind of protecting Curry and Thompson and some of those guys that are, let's be honest, a little bit soft. Um, now he's stepping on people and, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm over it. They're down 2-0. I hope they lose the series. I'm tired of seeing this. Every game, it's something, bro. Do, do yourself a favor later today and type the words Draymond Green kicks into Google. And you know how, like, they got the little drop down? They There's, like, 15 different names that come up, bro. He's always up yep. to something. I'm tired of him, man. Dude, um, I'm with you for a lot of it. 14 out of the last 15 times, it's his fault. And his reputation that he built screwed him in this situation, I think. Oh, yeah. Because what he did this time, stomping on DeMontis Sabonis, Sabonis 100% deserved what he got. And I think Draymond is absolutely innocent for those little five seconds for what he did to protect himself, defend himself, and send a message like, hey, man, you're not going to grab my leg while you're on the ground and just make a dangerous environment for this play. Like, he's lucky he didn't get his face stepped on. I fully support this particular situation on Draymond's side. But... When you do what he's done all these years, I mean, no wonder he got suspended. That's his reputation that he wanted to live up to. You know, he he laid his own, he made his own bet. You know, it's uh, he. I don't think he deserved the punishment, but I think in a way he, you know, it it, it is his fault because you know he he got us to this point. He 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 got himself to this this dirty player reputation that he's always kicking. He's always trying to get one over on someone when they're not looking like, I don't think his career is a complete wash. I think he needs a new look. Like it's almost time to just blow up the Warriors. Like if the Kings finish them this series, it, it's almost time. like just, just start over. I'd love to see what he does in a different system. I'd love to see how he can, and look, I don't have the answer. I don't know who he would work with. I could think of some historical teams that he would have worked with, but in today's NBA, I'm man, I don't know. Other than the Warriors of of the last few seasons, like I can't think of a good fit for him right now. I'm sure if I had more time to analyze it, I could. Um, but like I said, yeah, this particular situation. Sabonis 100% deserved what he got. But, you know, if Draymond wouldn't have such a terrible reputation, then, you know, I'm sure you and I would both be singing a different tune today. And, and look, some of it is perception too, right? You know, hey, if you step on somebody and, you know, you just kind of run down the court and then the next whistle you kind of go check on the guy, make sure he's okay, it's a little bit different. He stepped on the guy and they went, stood on the bench and was shouting expletives at the fans. And, like, some of this is how you handle it after the fact, too, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, look, yeah, we didn't even get to, to that that part of it. Uh, I, I'm with you. Yeah, like, don't – you don't have to go behave trashily after, you know. Everyone would have believed you after, you know, 
revisiting and reanalyzing everything. Like, yeah, you know, Sabonis put him in a tough spot. That's a dangerous situation. You should not do that to anyone. He deserved to get stepped on. But then how Draymond handled it after, yeah, it kind of just flushes all the, the, the little shred of innocence that anyone could have been hanging on to straight down the toilet, how he behaved after that kind of just, you know, dumps my whole theory out of the situation. But, yeah, it's uh, Draymond, I think he just needs a fresh start. I don't think he's done. I think he just needs to go somewhere else. He he just needs a new situation, man. Dylan Brooks of the Memphis Grizzlies is the most annoying player in the NBA. By the way, he looks, the way he dresses, the way he acts during the game. He said last night after they beat the Lakers that – he doesn't respect LeBron James. LeBron James is old. He doesn't respect anybody until they give him 40. Dylan Brooks had nothing to do with the Grizzlies last night winning. He was like 5 of 13 from the field. He wasn't very good. Um, now, look, one of my biggest arguments about LeBron James' his entire career is he's had opportunities at times to shut people up and maybe hasn't raised his aggression and continued to make the right quote-unquote basketball play instead of taking it to somebody. And I'm not a LeBron guy. I'm rooting for Memphis in the series. But a part of me will smile if LeBron hangs 50 on Dylan Brooks the next game. What is this guy talking about? Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you here. I'm with you. Look, I uh, I always, you know, ever since Zach Randolph was still there, like every once in a while the Grizzlies would make the playoffs. And, you know, sometimes they're the eight seed getting a first-round upset. Whatever it is, I – Anytime Memphis got in in, like, the last 15 years, I'm rooting for them. There's just something about the Grizzlies. They're, they're so up and down, inconsistent. Every once in a while, they catch fire. Let's go, Grizz. Let's see how far you go. And Dylan Brooks is so Dylan Brooks that I'm not feeling it this year. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, it's hard for me to pick a winner who I'd like to see win the NBA Finals. But as far as this series, man, I hope the Lakers just smash them for the rest of the way. Like, D- Dylan Brooks is such an unlikable human. Such yeah. an unlikable basketball player. And he, he just running his mouth, setting himself up. Now, now look, if, if it's a mental game that he's playing and he's just duping all of us and, you know, he's just – He's just embracing the bad guy role and draw, trying to draw attention, you know, out of the Lakers' locker room to, to focus on the wrong things and win the mental battle. Okay, I support it. But, like, if that's not what he's doing, if this really is how he is, yeah, really hateable guy. Uh, either way, uh, I, I hope LeBron shuts him up. I hope. Like let's go Lakers this series. That's he's uh he's he's pretty he's pretty hard to deal with. Turtle, he was wearing a fur coat with no 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 clothes under it. So he's wearing a fur coat with his bare ass chest hanging out and a big D beat like yeah, he is that guy. Like he's just he's he's unbearable. Yeah, yeah. He's uh that I got no room for him in my NBA fandom. Like I, I Take it or leave it. He could he could go somewhere else. Go play in China with uh with Dwight Howard or whatever. Yeah. Dude, did you see the scandal that's going on in Chinese basketball where they're saying some of the Americans are fixing games? Dude, look, I'm, if you haven't seen that, I'm gonna show you some video, bro. They're they're like 
inbounding the ball to the wrong team. Like, it's pretty bad. They got some Americans. There's some hot water out there, man. Wow. No, all I did, I, I hadn't seen any footage. I read, briefly skimmed through an article. The only name I could, I think Michael Beasley was one of them. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm not up to speed on that whole situation. But anyone being accused of fixing games that blatantly, to what, there's articles all about them. Hey, go watch this. Yeah, man, it's uh, I can't wait to go see the footage later this afternoon. Yeah, it's not ideal, man. Uh, very quickly, I know we're up against the clock. Um, Cody's going to beat Brock, right? I mean, Brock's coming out in all black, and he's got a different look, and he's fully embracing the heel. Cody's going to slay him, right? Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's a tough one. You tell me what you think before I answer. I think he's going to get him, but I do think that there's a small little you know, nugget in the back of my brain that thinks that the McMahons and Helmsley being included in that are saying, hey, we're not going to let this AEW guy come and just ruin our company, right? Like, I do think that they hold grudges. They did it to the WCW guys back in the day. They make you go above and beyond to, quote, unquote, pay your dues. And I think Cody's got to deal with some of that right now, but I do think he's going to get by Brock because I think Brock's about to leave the company again. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's too soon for Brock to leave the company. I respectfully, of course, disagree with your prediction. I think this time Brock's going to get some help, some unwanted help. Some, I think the Usos or someone is going to interrupt and screw over Cody mm. just to just to mess with Cody not necessarily to help Brock. I think that that part of the story is going to happen. And then, you know, the next, whether it's the next night or, or, or a week later, they're going to reconnect and there's going to be a big, a big scene to where Brock call, just calls out everybody. I don't want your help. I don't want your help. You stay out of it. You stay out of it. And then the Cody and Brock rematch with some sort of extra stipulations, whether it's Extreme Rules, uh, TLC, uh, whatever. Something extra special, something different. We're going to have Cody versus Brock round two, either next month or the month after. That's when he gets him cleanly. He's going to almost have him beat cleanly at Backlash, get interrupted, get screwed by the unwanted help, and then he's going to have to beat him cleanly next go-around. I think they're really going to milk this. That's my prediction. Okay, well, we'll check on that, brother. I know you're up against it. Got a meeting coming up, so thanks so much for the time. We'll chat again soon, partner. Yes, indeed. Thanks, and as always, go Tarps, and God bless America. Yes, sir. There's Taylor Griffin doing an excellent job. We always look forward to having him on Wednesdays. Today's a Thursday, but our week has been all all botched up here with uh, some of my medical issues and different things of the sort. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll break down some of the NBA playoff matchups of yesterday. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. 
Gambling can be exciting, but it can get out of control. If you choose to gamble, you should have a solid game plan. Set a budget, know your limits, use licensed regulated operators, and bet responsibly. If you're struggling with problem gambling that's disrupting your life, you're not alone. Call the Louisiana Problem Gamblers Helpline at 1-877-770-STOP. This confidential referral line provides help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Hey, y'all, it's festival season. Here's what's on tap. April 21st and 22nd, wine down on False River in New Roads and Louisiana Forest Festival in Winfield. April 21st through 23rd, New Iberia Spanish Festival, La Fête du Monde in Raceland, and Baton Rouge Blues Festival. April 22nd, Wolfstock in West Monroe and Scottish Tartan Festival in Minden. So make your plans to laissez les bon temps relais. This is Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. Plan your road trip at louisianaisatrip.com. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering. Also, holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Three NBA games last night, and they all were kind of interesting in their own ways. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. Uh, Casey Jistler here. want to thank Coach Menard for the time. want to thank Coach Plitt for the time. want to thank Taylor Griffin for the time. Last night, we saw the Memphis Grizzlies have kind of their last stand, right? You know, you're at home. You're down one nothing. You can't go behind 0-2, losing both of the first two games at home, right? Without John Morant, uh, they put together a really good performance, beat the Lakers 103-93. to um, one thing to note, and I don't mean to throw a whole lot of water on the way that the Grizzlies performed because, you know, Hey, they did win and they did do what they had to do and they took care of business. This was a rest game for the Lakers. The Lakers were obviously taking the night off. Um, I was watching the game over at Boomtown and the Grizzlies were getting whatever shot they wanted to get wherever they wanted to get it. They were getting on the court where they wanted to get when they wanted to get there. Um, it was a night off. The Lakers understood from the early stages, hey, we got one on the road. We got our home court advantage. Let's just punt the can down the road. They fell behind early, never battled back, never really made a serious run. D'Angelo Russell, 2 of 11. And look, that's the thing, right? As the Lakers won game one, right? But everything went right for them in game one. The role players, Russell, Reeves, uh, Vanderbilt, Hachimura, uh, Schroeder, like those guys all played exceedingly well in game one. Those guys didn't play exceedingly well last night. Russell was a two of 11. Uh, Vanderbilt at eight points, Reeves at 12 points. Like they, they did okay, right? They weren't awful, 
but they weren't exceedingly good either. And then on the flip side to that, Anthony Davis just wasn't good enough. For the Lakers to succeed going forward, they need better than 13-9 and nine with five blocks from AD. The five blocks are good, but you need better than 13 points on 4-14 shooting. They just need more out of him. That's their second weapon. If LeBron's going to score 30, AD needs to score 25. And for AD to get 13 last night, it's just not good enough. So the Grizzlies are now going to go to L.A. They're going to try to win one of those games, get back uh, that home court advantage. Don't know if John Moran's going to be available. He tried to play before the last game, so at some point in the series, he might be back available. But the Grizzlies get a home win and really protect their their lives, right? If they lose yesterday, they're done. Um, I was a little surprised. The biggest surprise of the day for me yesterday was how well the Bucks played without Giannis. Um, they, again, same situation as, as Memphis. You're down 0-1. You lose the first game at home. You have to win game two. And then, look, we're at Boomtown yesterday, and these like this was kind of tense. Like It was actually kind of neat to see the inner workings of sports betting, right? We show up there. The line is Milwaukee minus six. Um, it's looking like Giannis is a true game-time decision, maybe doubtful. Then comes the news, hey, Giannis is good. Like He's going to go. He's going to give it a go. He had a walkthrough. Everything was good. The line jumps up to eight and a half. Then right before the opening tip, oh, Giannis is out. And then there's panic, and then you know, the line drops again. It's kind of neat to see the business side of the sports betting thing. Um, but then the Bucks just lined up and said, you know what, Giannis, no Giannis, it don't matter. We're going to run our stuff. They made 25 three-pointers last night. 25 three. That's 75 points from the three-point line. Balanced scoring. You get 25 from Lopez, 24 from Drew Holiday, 22 from Pat Connaughton. 17 from Ingles, 16 from Grayson Allen, 16 from Middleton, 13 from Portis. Um, and they just ran the Heat out. Um, I was a little disappointed in the Heat's defense. Like, at some point, you got to take something away from the other team, right? I mean, you're the Miami Heat. you got guys like Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and, you know, um, Kyle Lowry and Oladipo. These are proud veteran players. At some point, you've got to take something away from the other team that they want to do. The Bucks are penetrating. Kicking it to the corners, making threes. Pushing in transition, kicking it to the corners, making threes. They did whatever they wanted to do. And quite frankly, that 16-point spread, 138 to 122, wasn't even that close. The Bucs beat them by 30-plus last night by every metric. Miami just won the fourth quarter 37-20 to 20 when all the backups were in and made it a little bit more respectable. So now that series goes back to Miami. There is a little concern about Giannis, though, right? Because... He's got a back injury, and anyone who's ever had a back injury, myself included, because I've dabbled, unfortunately, with some back injuries a little bit in my time, too, back spasms and you know different things like that, you know, pulled muscles, whatever. Anyone who's ever had those types of injuries know they don't like you don't just roll out of bed the next day and it's gone. That lingers. That goes on a long time. Um, so that's going to be a big concern for the Bucks. Is that thing could could tighten up. It could lock up. It could, you know, Rihanna's going to have some bad days. And if it limits him at all the rest of the way, they're not going to win. <laughs> they could maybe get by Miami without him. But if he's not 100% full go, they're not going to win. This is not a team that's built to win big without him. This is a team that, look, Brooke Lopez gave you a great game last night. 25 points. He was doing things on the inside. Drew Holiday was terrific. Those guys are not going to be able to sustain that type of offense. 
They're not going to score 140 points without him every night. They're not built to win without him. That's why he's an MVP candidate. So if that back injury limits him and makes him 70% effective the rest of the way, as opposed to 85, 90% effective, it's going to hurt the Bucks' chances going forward. Like, this is not a, a, a hurt finger. This is not, you know, a, a bruised shin. This is not something that rests and pain tolerance. Like, that's a back. And when that back tightens up, you're done, period. It, it is what it is. And I, there was a lot of speculation. That's exactly what happened last night. Went through the walkthrough, was good, got into you know, to the pregame and tightened up, and then you're done. You're done. You're out. So that's going to be the big number one storyline to follow with the Bucks going forward is can they keep Giannis upright? Then in the nightcap, we had a really good game between the Nuggets and the Timberwolves, a game that I was sweating my way through because I had a lot of betting tickets that had the Nuggets on it. <laughs> Fortunately, the Nuggets were able to win, and we um, did very well over at Boomtown yesterday, but they made us work and made us sweat. The Nuggets were leading by 15 at the half and looked to be in complete control. They actually led by 20 in the second quarter. The Timberwolves found something in the third quarter, they started getting to the lane. The Nuggets really kind of stopped playing defense in the fourth quarter. It was just a shootout. The teams are scoring, going back and forth at one another. The Timberwolves have a big problem. And I mentioned this at Boomtown yesterday, and I'll say it to you guys for this audience here. Their pieces don't fit. You got Anthony Edwards, who I think is terrific. He had 41 points last night, made six three-pointers, 14-23 shooting. I think he's terrific. And I think Gobert actually plays pretty well off of him. Catches lobs, rebounds, offensive rebounds, protects the rim. You got a solid, steady point guard, Mike Conley. That's good. Carl Anthony Towns don't fit there. I can make the argument that the way that Carl Anthony Towns plays don't fit anywhere, but it especially doesn't fit there. They're playing two seven-footers, and Towns plays outside of the three-point line almost exclusively. Their spacing isn't good. Towns hurts them on defense because Gobert's going to be banging with the post players. So Towns is out there guarding much smaller, much quicker players. He gets blown by, and it just ain't working. Last night, Carl Anthony Towns had 10 points and 12 rebounds. He was 3 of 12 from the field, had 5 turnovers. He was in foul trouble all night. So far for the playoffs, he's had two very subpar games. It ain't working. It ain't working, bro. And now he's 27 years old, and... He's not really the young guy anymore, right? In game one, he had 11 points, 10 rebounds, just wasn't shooting it well there either. It ain't working. And I really, truly believe that in this offseason, they're going to have to shuffle that deck. Because I mentioned this yesterday again, and I'll repeat it again for this audience, for those who weren't listening yesterday. The Timberwolves feel like the kid whose parent buys a bunch of Legos at a garage sale, right? You go to a garage sale, you see a big old bucket of Legos, right? Mom says, oh, six bucks. Okay, that's cool. This is a lot of, you know, some blocks. My kid's going to like this. The kid dumps them out on the rug, starts playing with the blocks, and then realizes something real quick. Some of these are Legos. Some of these are off-brand Legos. Some of these are a different type of Lego. So, yeah, you got a bunch of blocks, but they're pieces. They don't connect to one another. They don't fit. And that's what the Timberwolves are to me. They're a mixture, a mixed box of Legos that don't fit. They've got pieces. Edwards is really good. Gobert's really good. Uh, you know, Towns in and of himself is pretty good, but their pieces don't fit. It is a unconventional box of different brands of Legos. Their pieces just don't fit. It's awkward. 
It's clunky, and it's going to get them knocked out against Denver. They have no chance to win this series. They're already down 0-2. Tonight in the NBA, we got my 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. That's a 2-0 series in favor of Philadelphia. The Kings and the uh, Warriors is the big one tonight. That's on TNT at 9. The Kings trying to go up 3-0 out in Oakland. And then we got the Suns and the Clippers. That's a 1-1 series matchup out in Los Angeles. That game will actually be on NBA TV. It's kind of crazy to think that the Suns and the Clippers is actually one of the most entertaining series so far. They're relegated to the NBA TV time slot. Uh, But three really good games tonight, and I think that they're all going to be exciting in their own way. Curious to see how the Nets handle their home court opportunities against Philly. It's a Philly team that's more than capable of snoozing and losing a few games. That's what they do. They don't always focus. I think the Warriors are going to probably play their best, most spirited game of the series against Sacramento tonight. And then do the Clippers have some life? The Suns really have kind of gotten bullied a little bit at times by the Clippers. They've been very physical. Kawhi's been very physical. Eric Gordon's been very physical. Can the Suns handle that playoff intensity on the road? guess we'll find out tonight. Let's catch a break when we get back. Get you some betting picks. Boy, have we been hot. We've been very hot. Yesterday, I went to Boomtown. I made eight bets. Seven of the eight hit. We turned $30 into like 120 bucks last night. Uh, can't wait to go and cash out those tickets. We're going to try to stay hot. It's play-by-play. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-810-8655. 800-810-8655. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-810-8655. 800-810-8655. Eight six five five. Rev is creating the next evolution in communication, a network built for every possibility: internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. The next level in communications. That's what we call revolutions. And the revolution is closer than you think. Welcome to Rev. Learn more at Let'sRev.com. It's time to celebrate history in the making. After years of sweat, tears, and determination, the LSU Lady Tigers have finally clinched their first ever Women's Basketball National Championship. What a momentous achievement for this incredible squad led by their talented coach, Kim Mulkey. That's what I came home to do. And when Kim's not coaching champions, she's talking to the folks at Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag, go do a little research. Tiger Rag Magazine is proud to have been part of this journey on newsstands and at TigerRag.com. Tiger Rag. What does the WeatherBug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose WeatherBug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. 
It's Ram Truck Month at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Wrestling has more than one royal family. This is such a good song. This is, of course, the theme song of Cody Rhodes and WWE. It's such a great song. But anyway, we'll wrap up today's show. I want to thank our calling guests for their time. I want to thank you guys for listening. Tomorrow, we'll get to our mailbag. Tomorrow, we'll break down a lot of our local baseball results from today. In the MLB, we've already got Boston leading Minnesota 1-0 in the top of the second inning. Uh, our picks are that I got for today, I like the Yankees minus 158 over the Angels. Nestor Cortez is throwing for the Bombers. I like him to get a win today. I like the Dodgers uh, minus 102 money line over the Cubs. I like the Dodgers to take care of business today. I like the Diamondbacks plus one and a half run line over the Padres. I think they'll stay close and uh, figure some things out there. (laughs) Tonight, you know, man, I hate to do this because I'm rooting for the Kings. I don't like Draymond Green. I don't like the Warriors. I root against the Warriors every single chance I get. The Warriors are going to kill the Kings tonight. I'm going Warriors minus six over Sacramento. I've been in series where I'm rooting against Golden State before. I've been in series where you're going to Oakland and you're playing that matchup there against the Warriors in their home floor. The Warriors are going to kill the Kings tonight. Draymond Green or not, they're going to push the tempo. They're going to get in transition. They're going to make threes. The Kings are not ready for that vibe that they're getting themselves into The Warriors are going to hammer Sacramento tonight. I'm going Warriors minus six over Sacramento. Um, Let's see. I'll give you a player prop bet in the 76ers game. Let's see. Hit player points. I like um, tonight over three and a half points for P.J. Tucker. On the road, Tucker's going to get a put back. He's going to make a corner three. He's going to steal you five, six points. That's just what he does. That's just the way that he plays. He's a gutsy, gritty player. And tonight, I also like... Um, under 16.5 points for Spencer Didwitty. The 76ers have done a good job of limiting Didwitty, and I think that they're going to continue to do that today. And uh, I think it's going to be another ugly, sluggish, you know, old-school Eastern Conference-style game between those teams. So I think that that one is going to go uh, with an under for Dinwiddie. I want to thank everybody for listening today. It was a really good show. Cannot wait for later on today, being over out at Thibodeau High School want to thank Shane Trostglare for the hospitality, man. He shot me a text bright and early this morning. Hey, what do you need? How do we make you guys comfortable? What do we got to do to make sure that your experience at Thibodeau is a good one? You know, we've got a table set up out there. We're going to be running some extension cores, getting some electricity, getting some things figured out, and we cannot wait to be out there. Game one is going to be a huge game. I don't know what the pitching matchups are going to be. Thibodeau's got the Rodri kid. They've got the Solar kid. South Terrebonne's got Jackson Martin. 
Do we see the Aces in game one? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Do we see uh, you know, some other guys in game one? Do we see the teams go to the bullpen quick in game one? I don't know. That's going to be very intriguing. You've got the experience of South Terrebonne, a team that's been to Sulphur for two years in a row, won the championship last year, could have easily won the championship two years ago as well against the Thibodeau team that this core group has never been to the playoffs at all. Now, with all of that having been said, and a listener and a friend of mine actually shot me a text during the show, and this is a great point. You know, it's easy for me to say, oh, well, South Terrebonne has all the experience and Thibodeau's not played playoff games. and It's easy to talk about all that. And it's a fact to talk about all that. It's not like I'm just making it up. It's a fact. But one thing that Thibodeau has in their favor that can maybe lessen some of those nerves is the fact that they've played a murderous schedule early in the season. They have played very elite competition. So they're not going to be intimidated by the quality of opponent of South Terrebonne. It's going to just be, can they handle the energy in the stadium and the vibe? And I don't know, but I'm excited to find out. That'll be at 6 o'clock today over on ESPN 100.3. I want to thank everybody for sponsoring that broadcast, and we certainly look forward to bringing that to you tonight. Thanks to everybody for listening. Have a wonderful rest of the day. We've got a fun show planned tomorrow. God bless you all. You've been listening to Play by Play on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.